We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. I got an opportunity to travel around the world, and so I took it because I asked my angels, and they said, oh, yes, it's in your best interest. (laughs) (laughs) Pack your suitcase, girl, and go. So um, I traveled, and I went around the world four times. It started in uh, 1980, so it was only four years after I found out about all this stuff, and I was all ready to tell the world about it. Whether you are a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting out on your spiritual path, this podcast has something for everyone. The mission is to inspire enthusiasm for the spiritual part of your journey through unique perspectives around mind, body, and spirit. Join me and other enthusiastic souls as we share weekly episodes of how amazing life is when you embrace the spiritual parts of your journey. This and all episodes can be found on my website, tntspiritworks.com. And if you would like to watch the episodes, please check out TNT SpiritWorks YouTube channel. So grab your favorite drink, sit back and relax because another enthusiastic episode starts now. Welcome back to Enthusiastically Spiritual Podcast. I'm so excited you're here today, listeners, and for my guest today, because you know what? There's one area that we don't really talk about too often, and it's where we're going to go today, and it has filled my heart with so much enthusiasm. And the place we're going to go to is about passing the knowledge and wisdom on to the next generations. And that's exactly what my guest today is here to do. Her name is Sandra Adler, and she was born in Canada and has been helping people understand the metaphysical communication they have with their guardian angels since. 1976. Like that was just yesterday. What? (laughs) She's done this in the United States, in Canada, the Caribbean, Australia, and Europe. She educates people on how to trust the still, small voice within, their mental pictures, their gut feelings, and hunches about the future so they can receive from their angels so they can make the best decisions for themselves to improve the quality of their lives. Dr. Adler has a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Minnesota, a Master of Arts and Doctoral Candidacy degree in Guidance and Counseling from the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, and a Doctor of Divinity from the Peace Community Church International Seminary. She is a retired school teacher and counselor and is currently author of the first spiritual children's book of a series, Saturdays at Kieran's Meet in the Edifiers, which is released on December 19th, 2023, which is today, the day we're going to be releasing this episode. So I'm so excited to talk to her about it. Her mission is that she is writing books where children learn how to be uniters instead of dividers. So the next generation, our leaders of tomorrow, will unite the world, heal this division, so we'll be able to work together having inner peace, which will create world peace. Welcome, Sandra. 
so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here sharing my life's work. Your life's work. So yeah, let's go back a little bit. So 1976. So you've been on quite the journey, Sandra. I'd love for you to share with the listeners a bit about who you are and the journey you've been on, especially, obviously, spiritually. Well, in 1976, I heard a lecture about the Inner Peace Movement International, and it was so inspiring. Before that, I was an unhappy, depressed, suicidal person. When I heard this lecture, I learned that I was a soul with a physical body, that I had a life purpose that was unique from all others, and that I had helpers, spiritual guidance, angels, masters, whatever you want to call them, to help me. And it just blew me away because this is information that I did not learn at home. I did not learn in school. I did not learn it anywhere. And if I had known this, I wouldn't have been a depressed, unhappy person. But once I found out the truth, the spiritual facts of who I am and that I'm here for a special, unique reason, well, then I had a reason to live because I had a purpose, a unique purpose, and just had to figure out what it was. So I took a lot of classes, and I actually learned a technique how to communicate with my spiritual helpers and how to get answers. And so I asked them questions. The first day that I learned that technique, I spent about eight hours asking every question I had ever had, like, have I ever lived in a physical body before? Um, and have I ever lived in such and such a place? And have I ever been a teacher before? And I mean, things that had come to my mind, but I didn't have the answers for. But my angels have all the answers about me from the beginning of time. So I could ask questions, and it was so exciting. And when the lady um, said that she was going to teach me how to communicate with my angels, I said, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this. And she said, well, you'll be the first one. And I said, oh, my God, is it that easy? She said, oh, yeah, everybody can do it. So when she taught me how to do it, the first question she had me practice, she said, ask your angels if they love you. So I asked them, and I got such an overwhelming, positive answer. I just broke down into tears. I said, how can they love me when I didn't even know I had them? And my parents don't even love me. How can that be? So I have had this relationship with them ever since then. Actually, they've been with me since I was born, but I didn't know I had them. But once I knew I had them, I used them. I asked them questions. I asked them, is it in my best interest to live here? Is it in my best interest to move? And so I've lived in 32 different places this lifetime. And um, I move wherever my angels say it's in my best interest to move because I want to be in the place where I can be the most service to people. And so eventually I started sharing all this with everybody. And um, I got an opportunity to travel around the world. And so I took it because I asked my angels and they said, Oh, yes, it's in your best interest. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your suitcase, girl, and go. So um, 
I traveled and I went around the world four times. It started in uh, 1980. So it was only four years after I found out about all this stuff and I was all ready to tell the world about it. I was, I couldn't stop talking and you're going to have to probably stop me today. But I um, traveled. I went uh, all across the United States, all across Canada, all across Europe, England, Ireland, Scotland. I went to um, Australia, Puerto Rico, and um, I shared that everybody had angels and that they have a unique life purpose. And I remember one lady when I was in Birmingham, England. She came to the lecture and I was standing at the door as they were coming in, greeting people and welcoming them to my program. And she says, you know, I heard you on the radio and you said that you were going to commit suicide. And then you heard about all this and then you decided you weren't going to do it. So I was just going to commit suicide after I listened to the program. So I came here tonight to find out what you heard that made you decide to change your mind. So we did. I did the lecture, and at the end, she came up and said to me, I have changed my mind. I am not going to commit suicide. And she said, could you show me how to ask my angels um, questions? And I said, I sure can. So she had a private consultation, and um, she is a, was a happy, happy person. And she found out that her life purpose was to help other people who are thinking about committing suicide to not do it. So, you know, that's one of the things why I've written these books. Um, I know we're not getting into that yet, but um, one of the things, if, if children knew that they were a soul with a physical body and they had a unique life purpose that no one else could do, and if they didn't do it, it just didn't get done because they're the only ones that can do it. So they're so, so important. If kids knew that, they wouldn't be having this high suicide suicide rate that we've got now in our country and the world. And so um, there's so many reasons that I've written books for children because I did teach school from 1964 to 1980. <laughs> and um, I, I had a fabulous um, opportunity working with kids because little children are born knowing everything. They know who they are. They know why they're here. They know who they've been in the past. They know everything. And so um, I remember one little kid named Jimmy. I loved him so much because uh, nobody else wanted Jimmy in their class because Jimmy couldn't stop talking. But I love Jimmy. And so Jimmy would say, Miss Adler, um, do you remember when we used to ride on the dinosaurs? And I, and back in those days, um, we were taught that men and dinosaurs were not living on planet Earth at the same time. That dinosaurs had long gone before man came aboard. But um, I said, no, I didn't know about that, Jimmy. Tell me all about it. <laughs> and so he said, well, we lived in caves, and the dinosaurs put poked their heads in, in our cave, in our door, 
and we jumped on their neck and they took us for a ride. And another little boy said, oh, you remember, Jimmy, when I came with you that one time? And Jimmy said, oh, yeah, I remember. And so I said to my angels, privately and quietly, is what Jimmy is telling me true? And they said, yes. And many, many years later, I read an article where they found man's footprints and dinosaur footprints on the same the same place. So Jimmy was right, my angels were right, and um, my education was um, lacking a little. But um, and so, and these kids would tell me, you know, when I used to be a grown up, I used to do this and that and this, and, because as long as there was an adult that listened and believed them, they wouldn't stop talking. So one day the social worker walked into our classroom and the kids said, oh, Miss Adler, let's tell Mr. Johnson what we're talking about. And I said, oh, let's not. <laughs> because right. I didn't want to lose my job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, But they know everything. And parents say, well, oh, he has such a good imagination. But the truth is, when the children are still in their feelings, they remember who they are and why they're here. And then as they grow up and get into their intellects, about seven years of age, they are taught how to fear, how to doubt themselves, and how to hate. Because when they're young, they are loving, loving. They love each other. They don't care what color they are. They don't care where they're from. They don't care. They just love each other and they help each other. And um, one time, one little boy was crying. And I said, What's the matter? He said, oh, Bobby over there is hurt. And when he hurts, I can feel it. And so the truth is, if we all are one, we are one. We are energy. And if I hurt, you can feel it. And um, when I'm in my true feelings, I can feel everything. But when I'm in my intellect, I'll argue about it, debate about it, mm -hmm. <laughs> philosophize about it, and blah, 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 blah. So uh, when I was working on my PhD in Ann Arbor, and I heard this lecture in 1976, I um, said, gee, here I am reading all this great wisdom from all these great psychologists and writers. And, but I've got angels that know everything. I don't have to read these books anymore. I can just ask my angels. So I don't know, my whole life changed in 1976, to answer your question in a few words. <laughs> wow, Sandra. Yeah, what a journey, right? And I would, I would love to unpack some of that a bit. So let's go back a little bit to when you were sharing about how, you know, yeah, that we're a soul in a physical body, that we all have guidance. And getting these insights for ourselves, which is what we want people to do, 
And then to understand that that's the, the path to inner peace and how to really gain that from understanding that bigger knowledge. That's what I hear you saying. Is that correct? For when you had that first initial consult, you know, consultation and recognize that, wow, there's something bigger than me here. And this, and that gained you the inner peace. Well, exactly. And I learned that um, these angels um, were people just like me who had mastered their life purpose. And when they passed on, they went to a place of high energy where all the angels abide because they had mastered life on planet Earth. And so my goal was, of course, to try to master my life purpose so that I could become an angel when I pass on. But I didn't have to wait because I can help people right now while I'm still here in the physical. And so um, I've helped thousands and thousands of people all across Canada, the United States, especially Ireland. I don't know. I had went to one radio show in Ireland, the Mike Murphy show. And um, it was broadcast all over Ireland. And um, Mike Murphy was um, a skeptic. And he would like argue with his guests. And I don't know what I said. I don't remember anything about it because my angels sort of took over and I channeled them. But I attracted 900 people in Ireland just from that radio show. Because the people would say, oh, you really gave it to that Mike Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) And they liked what I had said. And so a lot of people, um, I've helped a lot of people around the world. But because I worked with kids all my life, and they're going to be the leaders of tomorrow, they're going to run the country. I wanted to make sure that they got the information now because if they know that they can work together and be the love that they are and discover their life purpose and and, and love all the differences that we have, um, that when they grow up, they're going to be those kind of people, unifiers or edifiers, and they're going to bring the world together because right now there's a, a you know terrible energy happening on planet earth and uh, it's division and division is caused from politics religion race whatever that any anything that you can is different causes division and so if we can heal the division by loving the differences, loving everybody, no matter what religion they are, what color they are, what country they're from, and um, working together to find solutions so that we can have inner peace inside of us. Well, eventually we'll have world peace. I know that that's a, a huge, a huge unattainable goal at least in my lifetime but if i can work toward that if i can do my part to help at least one child love himself love his neighbor work together find solutions um oh that would be 
I'll be living and loving my spiritual purpose. <laughs> so that's why um, I wrote the books. And what happened was I was in Canada back in 2001. And I was attracting so many people that we had standing room only. I couldn't do all the personal consultations because everybody wanted one and I'm only one person. And I called people in cities nearby and said, please come help me, help me. And they said, oh, it's a three-hour drive. <laughs> this and that. Oh, my gosh. So I said to my angels, what am I going to do? And they told me that I'm never going to attract and help all the people that need my help by going from city to city to city to city, every week a different city, and sharing this spiritual stuff. And I said, well, what am I going to do? And they said, you have to write a book. Write a book, and then everybody has an opportunity to find the book, to read the book, and you can reach everybody through writing a book. So I sat down. I said, okay, I'm going to write a book. Well, I didn't know how to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> And so, um, I don't know what, my angels came to me and they said, kids like Dr. Seuss, write a children's book the way Dr. Seuss wrote the book. So what I did was I um, got a bunch of Dr. Seuss books and figured out the syncopation, the um, how the words went, and then I started writing. And I started writing about what I was sharing with, with all these adults. And I was writing it for children. So I wrote 12 children's poetry books called The Spiritual Encyclopedia for Children, Me and My Universe. And I spent 22 years trying to get that published. Nothing happened, nothing happened, nothing happened. Finally, I met a friend who said, well, why don't you put a storyline to it? And I said, well, I would like to do that, but I have no idea how to put a storyline to all this spiritual stuff. And he said, well, you, you get some characters, you know, you know, like the Harry Potter books had characters. And um, so we started that way. And then we finally, um, in this uh, book, Saturdays at Kieran's, it's coming out today. It has 11 children. It has the main character is Kieran, and she's from India. And she's an angel in a physical body. And she believes the stuff that she learned from Mahatma Gandhi that she learned in school. And so she's come over to the United States. And now she wants to help her classmates. Well, her classmates make fun of her because she's got dark skin and she has a funny accent. And so, um, but she just ignores all that. And uh, the teacher tells them that she wants them to write a poem about themselves and oh the kids are groaning and moaning and oh my gosh I, they don't know how to write a poem and so karen says well, why don't you come to my house on saturday and i'll help you write your poem well that's how it all starts so it's called saturdays at karen's and so every saturday the kids come and the kids that showed up at her house there were Two African American kids, two Asian kids, um, two Latinos, a bully, a Jewish kid, 
a Native American, um, an LBGTQ person. Um, they're all kinds of kids. And they showed up at her house, and she helped them write their poem. And so they had such a good time learning about themselves because she passed on her spiritual wisdom to them and, and helped them feel so great about themselves and feel so smart and feel like they were like the king and queen of the world. She just um, knew how to inspire them and um, teaching them the truth, which, as all children know, is true already. They already know this stuff. So she was teaching that to them, and um, they started to work together to help each other with their problems. And so every Saturday, they meet at Kieran's, learn more spiritual things, and learn more ways to help each other. So um, I'm um, just so thrilled about the book. It's I'm hoping, and I know that I'm, my goals are so extraordinarily high, but I'm hoping that this book will become a curriculum guide for teachers in public schools because they don't know how to teach spirituality in the schools because they know they can't teach religion and they don't know the difference between spirituality and religion. But in in my book, spirituality is just love. Love and helping each other and um, compassion and empathy and kindness and um, spiritual. And so if they can use this book as a curriculum guide, I'm so excited because I'm showing in the book how they can help the kids by having each child share without anybody interrupting, which I see you're very good at because you haven't interrupted me <laughs> And so that they can share exactly what they want until they're done sharing. And then the next person shares and nobody interrupts. And it's a wonderful technique. And so um, all the um, concepts and the techniques in the book work toward being a curriculum guide for teachers. So... Um, and of course, I'm busy writing the second book already, and the third book, and oh my gosh, it's a, it's a never-ending thing. Because um, even though I'm just 82 now, um, I um, think that I've got many years ahead to write many books and to help the kids as they grow up. The ones in that this book are like in sixth grade, preteens. I was going to so ask you what's the age up, of four? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because some people that do their greatest works are in their 80s. I mean, there's something about as we get older, it's like, okay, now it's time to like, you know, do your greatest work. And that's what you're doing, right, Sandra? Well, you know, I'm writing my autobiography also because oh. it's a fabulous um, story because I started off rough, 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 rough. And um, so what I'm doing is I'm sharing everything that's happened to me in my life. and how I have overcome it through spiritual wisdom. So it's a very positive book, but it's got a lot of negative things that happened to me. But they made me the person I am today. So, hey, I, they're not really negative. I'm saying that they were really just learning lessons so that I could pass it on to other people so they who are going through hell in their lives can um, 
read it and say, oh, well, if she cover, uh, got, overcame that with, with this and that, well, maybe I can too. So um, that's, um, I've already got 300 pages typed, so it's, it's, um, it's, um, it's going to be a, a great book. Maybe I'll break it into pieces and segments <laughs> or, or a series, another series. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, I feel that this book is really timely, Sandra, because it's, we are at a time where there's a lot of, of younger children, especially teenagers, who are in search of. And so this can definitely be one route, one pathway, especially if their parents are open um, and or the, the book, like we know sometimes, the book finds your way into your, your space, right? Like something happens and you see the book and you're like, oh, I need to read that. So it just feels so timely and I'm so honored, you know, for you to come on and share about it because there needs to be more inner peace with these young children who really don't understand the bigger picture of who they are as a soul and how you can, you know, grasp that inner peace within when you understand these spiritual, really, um, you know, universal truths. Exactly. There's so much confusion out there and parents are doing the best that they know how. They are trying to help their kids, and they're so frustrated because they can't seem to get through to them. The kids are on their phones. Um, they're um, listening to other children. Um, the bullying is so bad that kids don't even tell their parents about it sometimes. And um, the book is kind of written for adults. Um, or kids. Kind of like um, Dr. Seuss was too, right? I mean, as, as adults, you, look, you read Dr. Seuss, you're like, wow, that was profound. Or or even some of the Disney movies, it's like those are really made for adults and kids. Exactly, because mm -hmm. the message is so spiritual. Mm -hmm. So I figure that the parents have to buy the books because the kids aren't going to buy the books. And so the parents might want to read the book before they let the kid read the book. and. Um, It'll help the parent help the child. So it's going to help parents. It's going to help grandparents who want to get something really good for their grandchildren. It's going to help teachers and counselors. And, of course, it's going to help the kids. <laughs> Excuse me. And so let, us, um, let the listeners know where, how can they get a hold of this book? Well, it's going to be coming out on Amazon today. Mm -hmm. Amazon.com. So they can... So they can go on Amazon and buy it, Saturdays at Kieran's, Meeting the Edifiers. Um, if, um, that, that's about all I know right now. I mean, it might be, a, I think it's coming out um, in Audible, too. And I think it's going to be in Barnes & Noble. But, um, but at the moment, it's sure. Amazon.com. And we'll definitely have that link in the show notes for sure. So people can go right to it and... And get that, especially before, I mean, right before Christmas. Get it in time for Christmas. Well, what a great present for all the grandchildren. Oh, my gosh. If you want, really want to help your kids, get them a spiritual book like this. And, you know, I went on Amazon um, last year looking for spiritual books for kids. Mm -hmm. And there was religious books and books about chakras and Eastern um, religious kind of books. But there weren't any books like I've written. So I said, this is a need. There are no books for these kids. No wonder they're so confused. 
So I'm so hoping that uh, everybody buys one or two or three. And um, because I'm looking forward to being an Amazon bestseller. (laughs) Which I'm sure you will be, Sandra. You know, a lot of people are out there supporting you and backing you and saying, hey, all right, Sandra, good job. So thank you so much, Sandra, for coming on. And I want to just do one last question about, you know, you started with this conversation about passing on knowledge. So I'd love for you just to pass on knowledge to the listeners today, um, which are not teens, most of them. I don't think there's many teens listening to this, but pass along just a, a, a nugget of wisdom that you'd like to instill to the, for the listeners today. Well, the bottom line is just love yourself. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Remember that every moment you have been doing the very best that you know how. So you can't be angry with yourself because you did the best at that moment. And as you learn more, you do better. And so keep learning, keep doing better, but forgive yourself for anything from the past. Forgive your parents because they did the best that they knew how. Forgive every your friends because they're doing the best that they know how. Um, forgiveness is important. And um, in my... Uh, Second book is going to be Saturdays at Kieran's Becoming Selfless, and they're going to learn how to give without expecting anything in return. Just give because it feels so good to help people. And the third book is called Saturdays at Kieran's Finding Forgiveness. And so in that book, the kids are going to learn how to forgive their parents, their teachers, their everybody, their friends. Um, and, and that's the spiritual lesson. Each book is going to be, at, as they meet at Kieran's every Saturday uh, for their group meeting, they're going to be learning another spiritual lesson. And so um, I think I've got about 12 books. So keep watching for the Saturdays at Karen's books as they come out. <laughs> so what I hear you saying overall is love and forgiveness is where we need to to really focus on to in order to move forward. Is that what I hear you saying, Sandra? Love and forgiveness. Yes. Yes, that's that's it. We are love. God is love. Love is the positive energy of the universe. And just um, forgive yourself and others and life will, well, you'll have inner peace. Oh, there we go. There's the inner peace. Thank you so much, Sandra, for coming on today and sharing. I so appreciate you so very much. Well, wasn't that a fun and inspiring episode, everyone? And I want to thank Sandra Adler for coming by today and sharing her beautiful wisdom and about her new book, Saturdays at Kieran's, Meeting the Edifiers. And you can get that on Amazon.com now. And that will be in the show notes. So please check out the show notes. And until next time, just have a wonderful week. And remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, 
follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.